Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And, and this, this is, is our, our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast, episode 114, 114. I'm one of your hosts, Ray Ray. And I'm the other host, Breezy. And we just keep on going. <laughs> Are you falling apart like I'm falling apart or no? Look at I this. don't think I am. I'm trying not to. <laughs> God, it's like... It all happened in threes. That's all done. Ringo's hopefully fine. Nothing like first thing in the morning, taking a pee cup, like a sterilized pee cup. Women, you know what we're talking about. We've had to pee in these bajillions of times over our life. But um, for the men who don't know, it's just like a, like a little teacup that's plastic and it's sterile and you have to pee in it. Well, Ringo had a UTI like two weeks ago, maybe. And he needed a follow-up appointment with the regular vet. And they were like, you need to get a urine sample for us. So just put this under him when he pees and bring it back to us. So like first thing in the morning, wake up, have to take him out, put him on the leash. We go out. He's like so excited because it's morning and he lifts his leg to pee. And I almost forgot to put the cup. I was like, "Ah!" and I just like shove this cup you know, Ringo's low to the ground. So I'm like, look, squatting down, trying to find where it is with my head to the side with the cup, like praying that I get enough urine in the cup and I can drive it then to the vet, which is like 30 minutes away. Uh-huh. So that's, that's what I've been doing. I, I love my dog, my son. And like, we'll hear the results on Monday, but I think he's going to be fine. Well, that's good. I hope so. <laughs> Have you had to do that with Mate? No, Get not a urine with sample from him. Knock on wood, no. Well, when he was younger, uh, today as we're recording it, it's actually my uh, gotcha day for me. He, I brought him home four years ago today. Oh, um, but he, happy I had day. To, yeah, happy day. I had to when he was a puppy. You have to do like stool samples and whatnot, so that was fun. And then my my other dog that had passed, I had to do a bunch of stuff for him, but. 
No, I, I've never had to collect pee. It was always stool. So that's. But stool is easy. Imagine. Like we pick up dog poop all the time. That's no big deal. Right. But pee's a, another story. That, that's that's tough. Yeah. 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 Things well, I never sorry. thought I would do. Adding yeah. it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> Things I never thought I would do. Anyway, in between all of that, uh, hockey, playoff yes. hockey, still yeah. happening, of course. Yeah, it is. No guests today, uh, just playoff hockey talk. What, where, which series do you want to start with? And then we can go through some of the, some of the news. Uh, well, I think my favorite is, is obviously the, the Calgary series. <laughs> I'm having so much fun watching it. Um, along with the crowd, I think, you know, Brady Kachuk, I wish he could just be my personal hype man. Cause he is <laughs> the best hype man for Matthew right now. Uh, I was sending you a bunch of the, the clips that I've seen and some photos that have been taken of him. And he's just oh, yeah. living his best life in the crowd with a nice beer in his hand and cheering. And um, so that's probably my, my favorite series. And I think they played again today, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, we're recording this on Sunday. Uh, he's like a Brady is like the Budweiser guy. Now he's got like a contract with them or something. Budweiser Canada, just like how uh, Kucherov did when he won last year. Remember that presser and he had the Bud Light out there and they were yeah. like, you're hired to market us. So like that happened uh, when Matthew, I'm going to do my best to get their names right today, guys. I promise the Kachuk family. When I've been Matthew, like force feeding both Matthew and Brady down your throat for the last week. So I, I think that you can do this. <laughs> I, I really have made a commitment in my brain. Like I have to commit it to memory. And it's like, I've really been focusing very hard on it. That Matthew is the one playing and the one that you have a crush on. Brady is not. He's just the other brother that plays on some other team somewhere else in Canada. He's the captain of the Ottawa Senators, but yeah, I'll give you that one. You did good. good. (laughs) Okay. That's all that matters right now. Plus the sisters there, uh, who's just a total, like total hockey girl, the dad not throwing his like fancy golf hat on the ice for Matthew's hat trick was ridiculous and hilarious. You're like, it's his lucky hat. I'm like, no. No, it's not. It's just a nice hat. And, and oh, like, he said it was his lucky hat. Oh, okay. Yeah, Maybe he he's said. just saying that now because he got so much heat online because he didn't throw his hat and like they caught him on camera. And like, if it's his lucky hat, fine. But I'm like, yeah, really? All right. Way to like, <laughs> way to clean up that one. Yeah. I don't That's know if funny. I believe him. Do you believe him that it's his lucky I, hat? I believe him. I believe him. I think that if you have a lucky hat, I mean, he obviously scored. What if he was wearing that when they, you know, made it? It's every single time Matthew scores a goal or something, he's wearing the hat. So I, I believe it. Um, I'm glad he didn't throw it for the sake of what he should have done. Maybe he could have thrown like a towel or something down, but. That's or maybe fine. not because I don't think you want to throw the towel in because then that means like that's like another saying for another day. So. No towels. Yeah. We don't want the towel for, for no. the flames, <laughs> but I will be interested to see if the dad is wearing the hat tonight. Let's see how lucky you think your hat is, sir. Kachuk, Chief. Papa Kachuk. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but e- either way, McDavid has just been 
a total beast of a monster. Drysaddle's injured. Is he going to be playing tonight? Uh, as far as I know, he is. I think he's just going to keep complaining. Um, complaining. What am I talking complaining. about? Complaining. We make up uh, words here. Um, we're making up words. I think he's going to keep uh, competing, having a sprained ankle. So um, I don't think this is going to be a tough series. I think that it, it could potentially go to game you know, seven because I don't think McDavid will go down without a fight. And I think that the Flames have enough to beat them. Uh, but I think this could be one of those series where it could could get a little dicey because I don't know if does McDavid have enough talent? I know he's the greatest player in the world right now, but does he have enough to carry his entire team for the most no. part? No, um, the answer is no. That does not work in ice hockey, period. It the doesn't. The story. It doesn't, but do they have enough around McDavid as the whole him being who he is and what he adds to the locker room and then what everyone else adds to the locker room? Will they be able to to Ray's just shaking her head no listening to breezy as argument nope 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 nope. i know and you're like throwing me off i don't even know what i'm talking about because you just keep <laughs> shaking your head and i'm like maybe i should just stop talking at this point <laughs> all right sorry i'll listen go ahead i won't shake no no, no i no i think i just got make it your, make I the argument go ahead I'll i think i got nice. it out. i think does can mcdavid and kane who's been doing well leon's obviously doing well even though he's he's injured um you know Mike Smith, he's been uh, floppy, not, not doing so well this series. Um, but can he do well? I, I don't know. I, I don't think McDavid will allow them to lose. In like a like, was this the only game that they would have won? Will it be like a a four to one series? I don't think so. I think it's going to go further than that because I don't think McDavid will allow that to happen. But we'll see. Okay. I think that's what I try to get out. I'll give you that. Yeah. But no to everything else. Like, <laughs> no, he doesn't have enough uh, depth on their lines. McDavid can't be on the ice for 60 minutes. Um, Drysidle is playing through a very, very tough injury to be playing with. Uh, kudos, though. Like, total hockey okay. guy. Mm-hmm. freaking right man shoot it up and get on the ice but I, yeah I just if they beat Calgary I don't think they'll go beyond that at the Oilers I just don't think so I mean you can see the fire in McDavid and how badly he wants it he's breaking records I can't yeah. even keep up I feel like every other day there's a new post on social that's like McDavid broke such and such now record and he's the chief this and this and this and it's like that's awesome yeah. and and well deserved right like not discrediting his skill but when you don't have enough around you and when you take on that role of being the guy the savior the McJesus it doesn't allow for the other people to step up and do what they need to when you are that person that's like, I have to fix it. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it. I got it. I got it. Like you, you literally can't do that in hockey. You can't be the only one. So yeah, I think that you, you start to crumble. Right. I think when you have, yeah, when you have that much pressure on you and you want it so bad and like you had to take on all that responsibility, you just start to, uh, to crumble. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But speaking yeah. of the best player, yeah. So is David 
has yes. n- n- arguably the best player in the world, but there's also talks about Kale McCarr being the best player in the NHL right now. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think Kale McCarr is incredible. He's a great player. Are you saying, or is the talk saying that he's better That's- than McDavid? I don't know if it's the talks that's that it's better than McDavid, but can he do more than McDavid? But is what McDavid does bring overshadow what yeah. Kale McCarr has? Like, is Kale McCarr not talked about enough because of an overshadow? I don't know. No, I, I mean, think he's, he's talked great. about enough. Yeah, he's great. You know, I, I'll give Kale McCarr that, um, and I think he's doing good things in this series. But this next and this series, season, I, yeah, and this season, like, for sure. overall, Makar has definitely stepped up over this season. I would say more so yeah. than in years past. I really hate doing like player comparisons because you I can't. just don't. Yeah. It, just I just can't. don't. There's so few players in this league whose style of play and role that they play on the team, mm-hmm. you could really like line up and say these two people are the same on different teams. I think there might be some qualities of those people that are like, I think you could probably compare, see, and any, I'm going to say this and people are going to be like, you're out of your mind, but like Ryan O'Reilly, you could maybe compare to like a Jonathan Taze who's like getting back and doing face. like, but not really. Like you can't yeah. compare Jonathan Taze this season to Ryan O'Reilly this season, but like, and in a general sense, Sort of, kind of, but I, don't know. I think it also I too, like individual gameplay has a lot to do with your your line mates too. So um, anyway, yeah. I think we're, I'm getting off topic here, but no, no, no. I, I but I'm glad that, you brought up this this series, the the Colorado Avalanche Blues St. Louis Blues series. Go ahead, because I think I mean it's a it's it's a wild series, right? I mean mm-hmm. it's it's crazy um, the injuries that are happening. It's like I said, I mean, they're a bruising team. I, the only reason why Benner really got hurt is because it was a bad, you know, fall with two guys colliding with them. But yeah, I think overall, the, the blues are, are dominating on the physical side, which we had obviously said that you probably could see. Um, and they're, they're neck and neck with the avalanche. I mean, I, I think I have to walk back my statements from last week. <laughs> I do not think the Blues are, are anymore a sleeper team. I, I don't think they're going to get out of this series. If they do, Colorado has to completely fall apart or have some serious injuries or something. But Ryan O'Reilly is like literally carrying this team on his back and again you're in a mcdavid like you you, you just you can't you can't yeah. be the only one I, I don't think mcdavid's mental um i'm sorry ryan o'reilly's mental perspective is the same as connor's i think ryan is way more even keel and like truly understands that like team player kind of role mm-hmm. and like leader role as opposed to the like get out of my way i'm gonna fix it 
nobody come near me. I got this kind of attitude, but I, I, I just don't think now, especially after losing Binner, that guy is, is so crucial to that team's energy mindset, everything leadership wise too, that I just, I have no more faith in the blues. I'm out. I think, yeah, the, I think the blues still have a, a chance, obviously. Um, because of the physical side, I think that they could really do something there, but the abs are just crazy on fire. I there's, do they have what it takes to make it all the way? I don't know if we see, I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking about that right now, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. That's my, okay. Can we, can we talk about the battle of Florida? Yes, we can. Yes, I can. Okay. (laughs) The lightning. Listen, listen, everything I say, I swear to God, when I listen to Chicklets and I listen to Ryan Whitney, he and I are uh, like uh, saying the same things almost 90% of the time. This team is incredible to watch. And here is what they get that the other teams don't or we don't see enough of. I'm not saying that this one thing that they did, which I'm going to tell you that they did, is going to help them win. It is going to make them win the Stanley Cup, but it's definitely going to help. They were seen on the beach near Sunrise, Florida, before game two, just having fun. What a concept. They skipped morning skate and did a morning beach session, just like throwing a football, kicking a soccer ball, they had Hagel, Colton, Sorelli, Paul, Saranac, uh, and Stammer was, were all out there just like doing the bonding fun, not thinking about the series, not thinking about hockey, not thinking about what they have to do that night and just being together and continuing to develop that bond, especially amongst those guys, because those players have had to step up significantly for them that like, you just, this is it. Like none of the other teams are getting like, they're, they're not getting it. Like, this is what matters is like that relationship creating that want and need to play for these other people and yourself. So I would be shocked if the lightning don't get out of this series shocked with the best (laughs) goaltender in the league. I mean, I just, I, I, I mean, they'd have to just lose like five more people to injury is like the only, is the only reason I think that they would, would not make it out of this series. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Do you have anything to say about that series? I think, I mean, I've made it very clear that I like when new teams make it far and, and can win. I don't want the lightning to win another cup. Like, I just don't think that it's, I'll probably get hate on this. I don't think it's fair. But it's – the Panthers aren't doing anything to stop them. They're not doing anything to, to challenge them. Um, will it be a sweep? I, could be because they're going back to Florida right now. I mean, the Tampa Bay right They're now. in Florida. They're in Florida. <laughs> Which they've, Florida? They've, they've always been in Florida. I can't keep up. God, it's confusing um, to me too. They're going, uh, they're going back to, to Tampa. I mean – Two more games in Tampa. Yeah, they easily could get swept. Will it be a shocking sweep? Probably considering 
the Panthers season. Yeah. Right. President's Um, trophy winning season, but they're just not doing enough. I would like to see the Panthers do a hard push here and really give the lightning a run for their money. And I think that the league as a whole would like to see that as well. Cause I think you want playoff hockey, right? You don't want just mm-hmm. to sweep in the second round unless you are a fan of the team that is sweeping uh, <laughs> right. the other team, but that's my take on it. Yeah. Uh, moving over to the Rangers Kane series. Mm-hmm. I honestly haven't watched a whole lot of this um, series. That's all I got. But I have I have nothing to say. I have uh, nothing. I'm watching it. Okay, so I texted you earlier last week, and I my my oldest nephew and I are having a bracket challenge. Oh yeah, and we are doing round by round because we think it'd be more fun for us just to go round by round. So. I obviously am very heavily intertwined with the league for this in my brain with the podcast, just right. my whole life. It's, it's my, it's my getaway. My nephew watches um, highlights mm-hmm. and reads stats and he's up $4 on me right now. <laughs> we bet $2 around whoever makes it out that round and we're, and we have like little extra things going on to where we can get some more money there. Something I was like, I put down the canes, obvious, obvious choice, right? But my heartstrings were saying, no, the Rangers can do this. And I had texted you and I had said, I don't, I'm torn right now. I'm like 50, 50. My heart's telling me this. My head's telling me this. You told me to go with my head. And then you said, no, 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 go with your heart. So (laughs) I'm watching this series thinking that the canes are going to win. But, but cheering for, for the Rangers for the sake of my own well-being in my heart and, and $2 that's on the line. And $2 isn't a lot. But when you're losing to someone who only watches highlights, <laughs> it says, it's, it's a lot more than just two bucks. So um, I've become very competitive in my older age. And yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, I, I feel like they're very evenly matched if you really look at the lines right so I think it is anyone's game here um I'm still thinking that the Rangers are going to get a little fire under their butt and I think they're really going to push through and I think that they could beat the Canes here okay like my head says Canes my heart says Rangers right like I want the Rangers yeah. but also like I do want the Canes too like no, I, yeah. I do like I don't I'm not, not mad if want the Canes them. take it I'm not mad if I'm not mad if either team moves on it's just see that's why I'm like yeah eh, I'll watch the highlights of that series <laughs> yeah like but the Florida series uh Alberta uh so uh, I see this at Alberta and I just got the chills. Man, I am obsessed. It is you are. It's, it's not healthy. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. Oh yeah. 
New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. That's THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. You get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Three headlines real quick. We want to discuss. Um, I don't have a whole lot. I guess we'll start with the the big stuff. Um, Vegas Golden Knights fired their head coach as well as the Dallas Stars. Two coaches out. This is what happens. I, no, I don't I'm, think you. No, 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 no. This is what the, happens. The Vegas Golden Knights are throwing a fit. This is their second coach that they have had. Yeah, and they, this is what they, happens. They fired their head coach. DeBoer. After having a, a terrible, not a terrible season, a bad season due to a lot of injuries. Right. But they fire him because <laughs> they didn't make it to the playoffs for the first time since they're enough, since they became a team. That's only like two like a blink of an eye go cry in a freaking corner don't fire your coach you freaking i'm gonna choose my words wisely go girl go girl (laughs) it just was like i'm sure there's more along the lines but when you look at their season they had injury after injury after injury after injury they have tons of talent right Mm -hmm. they should have made it to the playoffs but when you're you know injury struck and they almost did make it to the playoffs. They were on the brink of it. Was it the coach's fault? I don't think so. I think no. the coach had a lot to do. There are other teams who were way worse who have kept their coach. So yeah. in my when I'm reading this stuff and when I'm doing this research, it's probably just me in my head, me being biased by the way I feel. But I'm like, you freaking little crybaby. Boo-hoo, you didn't make it to the playoffs for one season since you started, which has, again, only been, what, three years, four years? Go cry in a corner, don't fire a coach. I think I think the ownership has had has butted heads with DeVar since they've had him. And I, I think this was just a reason to go, like, okay, now we're done. Like, I have a legitimate thing that I can say. Who was their coach before, and where is he now again? Uh, the Rangers. Oh, yeah. Who are where? In the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. So I would venture to say maybe it's not the coaching in Vegas. It might be the ownership and injured players. We talked about this with Mark Yannetti, the scout for the LA Kings, Mm -hmm. that firing the coach is the only option. Like in, in these scenarios, like if you don't have a good season, whatever, 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 they have the first person to go is the coach because the GM isn't going to go. It's the coach. He's the first one at the front 
of the line to get let go? Is it right? No. Is it what we do in this league? Yes. For all of the many reasons why we do it, you know, I, I do agree with you that like, yes, this is what happens, but also like, that's a lame excuse. That's really probably not the reason. And if it is Vegas has a lot coming for them because it's only going to get harder. And like, they're not going like, unless they make some significant changes with their roster and with their salary situation, they're not going to be in the playoffs if they like, don't figure this out quickly. So, okay. But check this out. So I was talking with this guy that I work with who is, um, he played football. He, he played football pretty heavily. He's friends with professional football players. And he was with a friend of his, um, I don't remember his name, but he played in the NFL and I'm, it's, I'm forgetting who he played for, but he did say that there are some negotiations that go on within teams and within the league where it's, Hey, I'm going, we're going to be letting go of so-and-so coach or whatever. If you are interested, let's make a negotiation. Maybe we win this game, you throw the game or whatever, right? If this is true, okay. If it's not true, whatever. Maybe I'm just talking nonsense Naive, right I now. Don't know. Who knows, right? But yeah. if it goes from the NFL to the MLB, if it's going to the NHL, if Barry Trotz, if they knew that they were going to be letting him go, did they, Vegas, say, hmm, Barry, <clears throat> we like Barry. Right. We know you're going to be letting Barry go. We're going to come up with this excuse to let go of our coach. Now, Barry has interviewed with a couple teams so far, uh, Winnipeg Jets, the Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Flyers. Is Vegas going to be next? And if Barry does sign with Vegas, is this all a conspiracy? Is it all a what? Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Uh, No, I think there's some truth to it. I don't think it's a conspiracy. I don't think Vegas would one interview trots or really send him. I I don't think his system of play is what Vegas and Vegas fans are used to. And I think that would be an absolute disaster. I I love trots and like, I'm a huge fan of, of him, but I don't think his style of play would go over well in a market like Vegas or with the guys that are there. I just, I don't see that working. I mean, yeah, he's got a relationship with Leonard, you know, Laner, whatever, however you say, yeah. say it. I've heard it both ways. Um, yes, he's got that, but I don't think that's enough for trots to go there. I, I, I just don't see it. I'd be really surprised. I don't I, 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 yeah. I could see him going to one of those other places you mentioned, you know, trying their system, his right. system somewhere else without all of those big names. Yeah. And those players who with Vegas, like their core have been together for a while. And I just don't really think you can like come in and just be like, stop everything. Let's go and be really boring and play defense. And just like, we'll see. We'll see. Cause there was, I, I don't know about uh, torts coming back as a head coach. I love that man. So you know, I love he, that. I love torts. 
I could see him in Vegas. I have a lot of things going on in my head and I'm like, yeah, what are all these conspiracies? Where are all these coming from the internet? This is way too much. This is way too much. We're going down like a rabbit hole of, of theories that anyway, Vegas loses the coach because they didn't make it to the playoffs. Dallas, um, fired, uh, Rick after three seasons, he's understandable. Correct. Well, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, folks. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I that also happened. think that, I mean, Jamie Van and Tyler Sagan, had a, they've been in hot water since they signed their big contracts, right? Yeah. So they had a lot of pressure on them. Yes, it goes back to the coach as well. But what are they doing about their top, you know, Ben and Sagan? What are they going to do about those two? And now Klingberg wants to stay in Dallas, which is good. They obviously have paths. So I think that they need to do something with those two guys in order. I know that's like the heart and soul of Dallas, but yeah, right now, at least yeah. I think something needs to what that is. I have no idea. I, I think I've done way well, too many yelling at him. for one episode. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's I mean, let me let Ringo out. I can hear you talking. I, I think yelling at those two boys didn't do shit before. It's not gonna do shit now. They're playing their own game of hockey. I I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little bit of like the uh, only to compare, not again, I'm not going yeah. like line by line item that they're the same, but in recent history with the Minnesota Wild right mm-hmm. before they blew up their like star guys who had all those big contracts and sent them packing and got rid of all that and started over. I think depending on the two, like depending on your stars and the guys that you have in, in the locker room, I don't know. I don't cover the stars. I'm not in there interviewing Ben and Sagan and I'm not watching, you know, uh, practice games and stuff like that. But I mean, that would be my only thought was that, they're kind of the boss. They're kind of going to do what they want to do. And that's the end of the story. Plus Sagan was out all last season with injury, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. not all last season or I felt like all last season, but you know, well also to they lost their star of- goalie. They've had to work on getting some of their different goal, you know, and I'm going to, I want to piggyback on that. And I want to, I want to bring a past guest in as well. Okay. You brought up Minnesota. Yeah. Where they had Ryan Suter. Yeah. Ryan Suter leaves. He goes to Suter. the Dallas Stars. Oh, right. He's Minnesota there. Minnesota plays well. There was an interview that had come out from a past Preds player who played with Ryan Suter on the Preds and said that Ryan Suter was a uh, like a hot shot was a complainer this and that so again there might be another some conspiracy. truth to what i'm saying another <laughs> yeah exactly. i gotta stop i gotta stop we've got to get through this next couple of topics here and then we gotta i gotta <laughs> i know i know but I, I i hear you and i think we're you know pulling off of what we know and what we've heard publicly yeah. and that's all all we can you know so there's that so the ahl Oh yeah, we our had... reporter for the AHL, Breezy Pedro, everybody. Go ahead, Breezy. 
I don't know if I want to be a reporter for the AHL. I mean, I probably won't even get any of this stuff right. But the <laughs> New Jersey Devils prospect, prospect see, I can't even start off correctly. Uh, Nikito Okatuik, I think that's how it's yeah, pronounced. Sure. Uh, so he plays for the Comets. He fought Casey Fitzgerald of the Rochester Americans, who just so happens to be the son of the Devils GM, Tom Fitzgerald, who runs the NHL affiliate of the Comets. So he fought his GM's son, essentially. <laughs> and This is kind of hurting my head to figure this out. He fought his GM's son. Yes, so he fought Casey Fitzgerald, who's Tom Fitzgerald's son, and Tom Fitzgerald is the GM of the Devils, and Nikita plays for, he's a New Jersey Devils prospect. Got it. Okay. Bold move, kid. Bold move. move. Beat the crap out of him. That's cocky or confident. There we go. Back Here we go. <laughs> We're back. This is our new segments, folks. God, you're confident. Conspiracy theory central. And Breezy's now covering the AHL for us. Oh. Uh, bold move. You you know you know where you can get away with that in the AHL. In the AHL, you probably well, can get away with that in the NHL too. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, is Nikita's future uh, in question? I don't know. I don't know too much about um, Tom Fitzgerald and 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 his perspective and and style. And if he thinks this is just hockey, okay, or is he, you know, not like that? So yeah, I don't know. Well, hit us with the other league. Yeah, so big headline that happened this past week was the Western Hockey League made history when the Vancouver Giants drafted a defender, Chloe Primerano, who became the first ever female skater picked by the WAHL, also along with the Quebec Major Hockey League, Junior Major Hockey, Major Junior Hockey League, whatever words. Uh, as well as the Ontario Hockey League prospect draft. So out of all of those uh, leagues that they have there, this is the first female uh, skater that they have drafted. So uh, she was selected 268th overall. That was in round 13. (laughs) Hey, something better than nothing there, right? So she spoke with the guys over at Sportsnet, and they basically asked her all the hard-hitting questions, how she got into hockey, if she knew she was going to get drafted, how she found out, why she wears the number eight, and who her style of play is most inspired by. And she, it was, it was made note that she's a good skater and she can shoot, and why does she play defense and not forward? But she played forward for one year, one season, and realized that she sucks at it, so she went back to being a defender. Um, and she tries to do her style of play, like her favorite player, Duncan Keith, as well as Bill McCarr and Quinn Hughes. So not bad guys to, uh, base your style of play off of. No, you love to see these kinds of headlines, you know, will it is, will she ever, you know, actually play with them in, in like a big capacity? We don't know, but you know, when you get drafted that low, you know, it just, I, I don't know what the logic is behind 
that, but I love to see it. We support women 150 million percent. And I hope she gets some really good ice time and can show those boys that she can be just as tough of a defender as, as Duncan Keith. Absolutely. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, we've yeah. got a lot going on this past week. It was kind of hard to pick and choose what we wanted to, uh, to chat about here, but um, lots of good stuff. Super happy for Chloe and yes, go ahead. Nikita Okachua. I think that's what was your name? Okachuk. Uh, keep punching buddy. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.